You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Gordon. That's uh, me. I'm Gord. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself, brother. Uh, well, um, I'm a Canadian. Canadian. Much more to say about that. I'm a Canadian. No, 100% Canadian. Um, I was uh, born and raised Canadian, but uh, I spent about I spent 27 years in the military. Um, uh, various stuff in the military. Um, I did a lot of traveling with the military. I've been, oh, geez, I've been all over Europe. I've been all over the Middle East, been all over Canada. Yeah, really enjoyed my career. Uh, I got out in about uh, 2008, got out 2008 after 27 years, and I thought I was going to retire. Didn't happen. <laughs> uh, boss of uh, boss that I had in the military, uh, he got a hold of me and says, uh, stop sitting around eating Cheetos all your life, and I got a job for you. So then I went and got a job, and uh, ever since then, I've been pretty pretty nice career yeah pretty nice look yeah i mean when you're in the military and stuff too what was the one thing that you really kind of like i I guess loved or enjoyed doing like i guess traveling to all the fancy places has to be an amazing thing i know for so long everybody's telling me you gotta travel you gotta do it for yourself and i'm like what does that mean i've only really been in my town besides like maybe a vacation to vegas or hawaii but yeah Vegas was the most interesting, I would say, um, when it oh, comes yeah. to I wish I could go there now that I'm above the age of 21 because I feel like I would enjoy it a hell of a lot more. But um, yeah. I remember I came across a woman that was uh, she was smoking a cigarette because everybody in casinos smoked a cigarette, but she was and, like yeah. half asleep at the like the slot machine just mindlessly keeps pulling the lever. Oh, and I'm like. Yeah. Can people really be addicted to gambling? And then oh. I worked at a casino and you got, dude, I downloaded like seven casino games on my phone the first day I worked there. I was like, yo, oh, it is so enticing to see people win money where you're just like, I want, let me do it one time. And then that goes to another time and then another time. So what, what casino did you work at? There's one in my uh, town called Ocean Downs. Um, Ocean Downs. It's, I mean, it was nice. It was a good job for a while, but I'm not a suit man. Like, you know, you put a belt on me and you put my, hey, Robbie, tuck in your shirt. My brain starts going, no, thank you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I actually, for a little while um, on the side, I wrote software for slot machines. Really? Yeah. Now, I, I that a company. That was something I didn't know a whole lot about. I thought it was just like a machine that they just put money in, but there's a whole thing to it. I was security for the morning shift. So imagine at 5 a.m., you're hearing everybody open up the the slot machines and we have to protect the people and watch them. For two hours straight, you're just hearing, "Ah, ah, ah." it's like, all right, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I definitely want to find something else to do. Yeah, you got to pull the cash boxes and bring them to the money room, right? The cash room. That yep. is like a movie scenario. If you want to talk about like, I remember because um, you, when you type in all these codes, you have to answer a phone and call into the phone. And the main guy who's security surveillance has to let you into the door where the money is. And when you go into there with the money, all the money pickers, they have to change their 
clothing. And as they're stripping down out of their jumpsuits, they're stripping down basically to their underwear. And I thought it would be smart on my first day to be like, usually I have to pay for this type of action. <laughs> Nobody freaking laughed, dude. I felt oh, like no. such a loser. I was like, wow. Oh, I, no. I was like, I thought that joke was funny. And as soon as we got out of there, they all started going, that was funny, but you got to know that they're listening to us. And I was like, yep. oh, I hope they got a good chuckle out of that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to put your coveralls on, right? The no pocket coveralls. Well, even with, you know, kind of going from various jobs and stuff, like, what do you, where do you feel like you found the fit? Um, where I am right now. And what exactly I found, I've, I've literally found out everything that I've been doing ever since I was 20 years old has led up to right now. Really? And, and, I, and I can look back at and every experience that I have every day says, well, and you draw experiences from the past, the past, the past, and even the hard times. You know, when people are going through hard times, um, I find, uh, I find is it, I, you learn the best things during the hard times, right? Yeah, it and, seems uh, like you need to go through that pressure to kind of, you know, they always say pressure turns into a diamond. But I tell people, like, I look back at all those moments that you have in your life where it's like, I don't want, I just want someone to help me. I want, I want to get through this. And I look at those now and I'm like, I'm, I would never trade those in because they gave me the most knowledge and wisdom that I could ever pull out of anything that I made it through that. And that's when a lot of time I get people calling me for a tarot reading 99% of the time, you know, they, they're looking for that second opinion or they're looking for that little bit of guidance. They're, they're, it, it, a lot of people say, yeah, do a reading for me, whatever. And uh, a lot of the times it's when we have a bottle of wine out. So a lot of people will find out that I, that I read tarot and you got a couple glasses of wine. You I said, yeah, but, um, and I don't mind doing that for friends and family, but I find a lot of people when they're really stuck and there's that wall and they just, they could either choose a, like blue, like a, you want the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah. And they really, really don't know what to do. Um, that's when they come for a tarot reading. A lot of the times though, um, they said, well, you didn't tell me what to do. I said, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to give you your options and, and how things are going to play out in the future. It doesn't matter where you go. And a lot of times I don't know what their issues are. I don't know what their issues are. Um, I just go, it comes into my head. And uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. And I, I, I literally think everybody's got this gift. Reading tarot, anybody can read tarot. Literally, I've taken people and within two hours of reading tarot. Once I sit with them, and I show them. A lot of people like, like for example, I'm just going to pull a card out of the deck. Oh, look at it. Okay. This is the King of Rods. A lot of people say the King of the Rods means this. It doesn't. The King of Rods has a theme, but it's dependent on you kind of, uh, it does have a theme to the card. There's a bunch of symbolism in the, within the card as well. But what does a card mean for that person that you're reading for? So, uh, well, I have, okay. So I, I actually have a few questions here. One, I'm like, Obviously, I'm a kid, so I'm like, yo, the, the cards, the whole thing kind of it's a little bit over my head, but I see where it fits in because I think a lot of times, you, like you mentioned, people go through something severe or they go through something and they really just need light and guidance. But the problem with how a lot where you say there's a lot of people that read tarot, it's always selling something. I when I was talking to your wonderful wife and she was like, my husband, she, he'll read tarot cards for you. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get my tarot read. I'm so happy. Mostly I love the cards. They're like Pokemon cards to me. When I look at them, the designs on them, the art is beautiful. And some exactly. of them are, 
Yeah. And some of them are so different where it's like, whoa, like some of them can be really, really scary. And some can really, really be enlightening when you look at them, like the, the type of design that goes into them. But I told her I was, I was talking to people trying to get a tarot card reader and everybody would message me the ancestors. And I'm like, Oh, like, what do you want? Do you just want debit or money? And they go, yeah. we take debit cards. And I'm like, this is, it does the whole realm of disservice when there's people out there that are actually doing it because they actually want to help people and not just try and make a quick buck. Exactly. Exactly. Um, a lot of times it's a lot of, uh, well, it, it's usually, uh, it's not always monetary. Somebody will say, hey, you know, I just, I just make some money. Because if, if they don't have the money, a lot of people would be in financial distraught with this COVID thing and everything. Um, I thought uh, weeks ago, I had somebody, I just baked some awesome sourdough bread. Would you like a loaf of bread? I said, I love sourdough. And I did, I did a reading for a sourdough bread, you know, but it, it's, it's that exchange right now. Right. And that, 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 that's exactly what it is. But I don't, if you don't want to pay me, you don't want to pay me just as long as you come away with something. Just as long as you come away with a, a better feeling that there's, there, there's a better future for you. You figure so. the, the payoff really is kind of that you're helping or you're maybe uh, affecting somebody. I, I consider that worth more than anything. I don't think a lot of people understand that. We see paper. We see, uh, you know, things that make transactions and work in this working world. But I'm like, there's so much different, I guess, emotions that you can get, and especially an emotion of satisfaction of the soul when it comes to the fact of like when I do a podcast with somebody and they tell me how much fun they had on it, you know, just a random fun conversation. I feel like that is like the biggest gift of all time. I feel like a kid on Christmas day. I'm like, Oh my God, I, I got this present. I got to open up. So before we get into the reading and you talked about art, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, every deck deck is different. So if anybody out there wants to read tarot, um, just, just go to a shop, like a, any shop that sells tarot cards or, um, or books or bookstore. You can go to Indigo or you can go to, um, what do you have, Barnes & Noble down in the States? Or do they still make or, Barnes & Noble? I shouldn't say, I have no idea. They did when I last time I was there. Um, it's like Blockbuster, they all disappeared. <laughs> exactly. Um, maybe, maybe go to some place where they actually, like, not a witchcraft store or anything, but go to a store where it's a spiritual like an apothecary yeah, yeah exactly and then um just look at a number of cards don't say oh i want that but your your deck has to really speak to you so let's say if you have a native ancestor um then you might want to you might want to pick a deck that has like a native tone to it or the the secret wolf deck or whatever look at the decks and you got to pick one out that actually resonates with you you know a lot of people say start with a, a, a the basic deck is called a rider weight deck Rider Waite back in um, the uh, early 1900s came up with a Rider Waite deck and it's very basic and it's easy to explain. The numbers are there, the colors are there, and there's lots and lots and lots of books uh, out there about how to read the Rider Waite deck. And that's where everybody starts. And whenever I teach a class, I always tell everybody, bring a Rider Waite deck. And somebody will always bring, well, I brought my secret whatever deck, my Celtic five coin deck, whatever. I said, let's all use the exact same deck you get the feeling and then we'll go from there. Then you go find what resonates with you. But if you want to learn on your own, find a deck, like I said, that really, really resonates with you, that, you, that the colors pop to you, the symbolism. Oh, I like the way that's similar. Or if you like wolves, get a three wolf deck, whatever. Um, Is it kind of like if I was walking down like a store, let's say if I'm going to choose a tarot deck, because I notice on Instagram when I look at different tarot card readers and they're pulling out, they all have different cards. 
but I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm like, there are some that I'm just like, eh, like that's not my type of art. And then there's some that I'm like distinctly drawn where I'm like, that is a, that is a, a Mona Lisa of cards right there. Like, I know that sounds like a little for a lot of people listening, like it's just cards. I'm like, not really because like I come from like, I collect cards all the time. I think everybody from sports cards, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, anything, anybody can relate to collecting something. And that is what it is. And some of these, you find a certain collection. I remember I had one of the, some of the weakest Pokemon, but the art was so cool on them where I'm like, I just like collecting and staring at it, to be honest with you. So. That, and you brought up a bit of the history. Like, like, do you do you own a deck of cards? Yeah, fifty-two you, deck. You, you have tarot. A regular fifty-two deck is tarot cards. A regular fifty-two deck is actually a tarot deck. So back way back in both the fourteen forties, way back in the fourteen forties, this is the earliest recorded um, known time that tarot was be reading. So about the fourteen forties, all the nobles, all the kings, and all the people of noblehood actually had. Um, you know, they call him a sorcerer. They call him a whatever. They always, always had somebody on staff to help them tell what, like, are the are the people, um, are they going up? Are there pitchforks and torches going to be? Am I going to be taken down? Am I going to be killed? Like, you know, they always had somebody to help them make decisions, including the queen, right? So there was a a deck of twenty two called the nobles. Well, sorry, the nobles, the trumps, and they actually just that's what they read with, and only the people of noblehood would actually have that reading, or they have that guidance, right? Now. Where should I invest money? Should I attack this land? Should I take over this kingdom? Whatever. So that's where it kind started. Kind of like an oracle. Exactly, an oracle. Exactly. Um, that's where it started. But then again, in around the uh, 1700s, um, there is there is a, a a priest, a known priest, that actually came out, and he's the very first time that said that this is the messages from the devil. If you haven't, if you haven't taken on the word of the Lord, these cards are messages from the devil, blah, blah, blah. And that's how it kind of spread. So that's the cards actually went underground for quite a while, like about 100 years. Is that because like when they talk about um, instead of, you know, if you're a king or something, you're looking to cards or if you're looking to something for guidance or messages, if you're thinking that it's coming from God, it seems from a noble place. But then if somebody says that it's now demons speaking to your ears, you're thinking that every move that you're now going to make based on these cards are going to be things that are in the plot to a bigger scheme of evil. Exactly. So so, for example, uh, I'll just pull out like the five of pentacles. Right there and then they said, oh, the, pen, the pentacle is a five-pointed star, so therefore it's, it's, that's the devil's messages. That's the devil's. It's about devilhood. And it's got nothing to do with devilhood, nothing at all. Um, then there's like other, like there's a death card. But even there's actually, even here, there's a card called a herophant. And herophant in, in, uh, in Latin is pope. So there's a mixture of everything. So anyways, long story short, the... Uh, the cards had a bit of a resurgence, and uh, it it's got nothing to do with witchcraft. It has nothing to do with um, um, devil worship. Not, nothing like that. But there are people who follow like a, like a, a Wiccan life, and they have a Wiccan deck because it resonates with them in that script. But I have like thirty five different decks. Are they all okay? So I know the decks are probably different, but are what are what are the main I guess categories of cards? Like if you have the death card, you have yeah. like which what are the names of them? So uh, so you have what they call uh, they're they're separated in two different parts. Um, the first twenty two are called uh, the major arcana. Uh, so arcana again is Latin for major life. So. Um, 
So th those are major life changes. So if you get a major arcana, lot, you get a reading with lots of major arcana in it, of these 22 cards, that means there's some pretty major changes that are gonna be happening in your life. Then there's uh, the other, other half of the 78 deck, which are the minor arcana, the other 56, which are very close to the 52, believe it or not. So there's, there's um, they're called minor arcana. And those are just the minor things that are gonna happen into your life. They're not gonna alter your life in any way, but they're just the minor things, the day-to-day -day stuff, like, you know, relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So then the deck are divided up, except for the major arcana. The minor arcana are divided up into four different courts, we would call them. So you know how on your major deck, on a, on, a, on a deck of cards, you got your hearts, you got your spades, you've got your, uh, you got your clubs, and you got your, your diamonds, right? Yeah. Okay. The diamonds actually line up to be uh, the, um, um, okay, let's start with the clubs. Clubs actually line up with the rods in the deck. Um, your hearts actually line up with your pentacles and your diamonds line up. So everything lines up with a, with a certain part of the deck itself. With a certain suit. With a certain suit, exactly, exactly. So that's why when the, the actual pictured cards, that's when they went down below, that's when they went underground. They started designing them like card games. So they started designing card games. So when the, the king's men came around or the, the police or the Sherwood police, whatever, came around to see what you're doing, oh, we're just playing a game of cards. You're just playing a game of cards. And they would invent these games, like base poker or gin rummy, whatever. They'd invent these games just so that it, and it would involve everybody. Oh, we just invented a game. It's just a game. But then they would be using them on the side for reading girls. Kind of like a hidden kind of guise because it seemed like it was witchcraft back then. Yeah. So they actually call it cartomacy. cartomacy. So it's cartomacy. So a lot of the old, 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 old school readers will just use an average deck of cards. That's exactly what they use. Oh, that's strange. It's just that's so strange how our minds have evolved so much from back then. I mean, the fact we're canceling it because it's demon culture and all these types of things, and now we're using it like it, it seems so normalized now. Like back then, it was no, yeah. secret. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I got a couple of those decks of cards. Did you want to did you want to see some of the art, different art, or do you want to? I kind of want to see like what's the, what's in your mind. What's the coolest one, and then what's the one that's like, nah, this art's okay. Okay, uh, let me. Because even we all got a favorite, even if it's the death card. The best card you want in every reading. A death the card? best card you want the death card. What? Well, for the love of God, when you're reading mine, please give me the death card. <laughs> the reason being is this: it's the number thirteen of the major arcana. That means, like I said, usually ninety-nine percent of people come to me have a problem, whether there's an issue or they're in a dilemma, blue pill, red pill, right? If you get the death card, it depends where in the reading that you, let's say it's, they're having a hard time in finances at that present time. If you get the death card in the financial area of their reading, that means the death to their situation is going to stop and it's going to improve. Okay. So do you need, do you need to know any information into my life to be able to nope, enhance nope. the reading? Nope. Nope. Yeah, 90, and also a lot of times, well, every reading that I do, I don't even look at the person. Because a lot of people, like, for example, when you see certain readers will say, ooh, I feel that you have a, a, you have a, a father that passed. Is that true? And they'll look at the person, and they'll kind of blink, or they'll give a facial cue, or like, 
say, okay, maybe not, maybe like a father figure. So, so that's called cold reading. Mm. I don't look at the person. So when I do, whenever I do a reading, I won't even look at the screen. I just, I just stare off to a blank space. My, I don't let my mind wander and I don't even think of, I just look at the deck and say, okay, what does this mean to this person? Do you kind of try and go off your senses a little bit too of like, can you sense the emotion or the type of vibe that a person is giving off? That's going to make it difficult for you probably doing it through Zoom, right? Nope, not at all. I do, I do, I do phone readings all the time, okay. all the time. Cause it's not about me. It's about you. All right. Okay. Um, so, okay. So the, the deck that I use is a Morgan Greer deck. And the reason why I like the Morgan Greer deck is because I like the colors. I, like, I just like the art. It looks like Old Maid. Yeah. Like the yeah. art style, the cartoon, the colors they use is like kind of royalty type uh, that they use back in like, if you ever seen the TV show or um, thing on Netflix called Enchanted, it's like a little cartoon. Yeah. 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 So I like the art. I like the colors. And when I first picked out this deck, like I took, the, took my course and I used a, uh, a Rider Weight deck. Uh, so this is a Rider Weight deck that everybody starts off with. And it's very, very basic. It's very basic, lots of yellows, you know, and you get feelings off the colors because certain colors mean everything. So everybody starts with this deck. Like whenever I teach a course, everybody brings this deck. Oh, that's a good chord too. That's the death deck. Uh, yeah, no, that's 10 of swords. That's, that, that's, that's actually pretty good. I was about to say, he um, looks pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the worst cards you can get. But so everybody kind of starts off with the Rider Weight. So if anybody wants to go out reading, get yourself a Rider Weight deck because there's lots of really good books out there. Uh, first thing is read the book, find out what the base of the card, what it means, just the base of the card, and then come up with your own meaning for the card. So I have certain cards that people like that they say, oh, it's my marriage card. It's my cheater card. Actually, you got somebody cheating on you in your life. Okay. Um, so that's right away. And this is one of my coolest decks and I rarely, rarely, rarely use it. This is my, um, do you know who Klimt is? Klimt, no. He's actually, ooh, he's actually a very famous artist. Uh, and this deck actually costed quite a bit. It's like $400 deck. Holy crap. That's more than I've ever paid for a pack of cards. You see that? Oh, dude, that is, that's like Japanese art tradition. Yeah. It's every card, oops, every card is laced with leaf gold. Wow. So that's that's my shiny shiny deck. You should be wearing <laughs> gloves right now. Uh, well, you, you can buy these decks everywhere. This is a very very common deck, Klimt. Um, if you look at like if you Google Klimt, he's very popular with art. So there's different different types of decks. Um, but I, like I said, just find one that resonates with you. Okay. Or do you ever feel like you're drawn to a certain card more than the others? Like when you pass your hand over it or something, do you ever feel like one strongly pulls towards you? Like you, can you read your own cards? Oh, I do. I read my cards monthly. I say, so what's my next month going to be like? And it's, it's, it's pretty close. The thing is, I, ha yeah, I can't put my own judgment into it. Say, oh my God, I got this great opportunity. What's going to happen? You know, I, and if I get a bad card, I say, huh, that's not right. You know? Uh, maybe then it might not be a good situation. Though I don't live my life by the cards, I just take. Um, let's say let's say I'm gonna I'm gonna travel. So Jen and I uh, a year ago we went, we spent a lot of time in New Orleans, and so last year we went down to New Orleans for a couple of weeks. And I said, "Ooh, this is gonna be a great trip. I can't wait. You know, how's this trip gonna pan out, et cetera, et cetera." And uh, I did a, a quickie reading, what I call my three card reading. Um, 
And it kind of, there was kind of an ominous feeling at the time. And I said, okay, uh, I'll just take that in hand, kind of ominous, but I'll just take it in hand. And then as we did travel, we, we, we had, we got bumped on a flight, Delta, we got bumped off a flight, um, then we got delayed. Um, then the Uber that was supposed to pick us up um, didn't pick us up. So I had problems, there was a charge on my card. So there was, you know, I just kind of, okay, now I see what this ominous stuff happened. But once you got into the vacation, once we got to our hotel, everything was fine. But it doesn't say this is exactly what's going to happen. It's just like, you know, take caution, you know. Dude, I would be such a hypochondriac when it comes to flying on an airplane. I would do a tarot card reading every flight before and even on it just to make sure I'm going to get there safely. That scares the crap out of me, airplanes. Yeah, I do. Uh, well, I work, well, last year, I spent most of last year in the Middle East. And uh, before I went, I would say, like, oh, how's this next trip going to work out? How's the next trip going to work out? And without using the cards, so the cards do have a meaning, but we also have to put our, our gut feeling into it. So it's not so much, like I said, a card will have whatever. So this has got a, the base meaning for this card, for this, for the, um, for the seven of uh, cups. It's all about emotions. So cups got everything to do about emotion, which is actually cups line up to the hearts in a regular deck. So this is actually, seven of cups has got everything to do about your past dreams and a dream life. But what does that mean for the person? And it depends where it lands within the reading. So somebody say, oh, this means that you're going to have some wicked dreams. So this means that, you know, the man of your dreams, whatever's going to come along. But it depends where it lays within their reading. Because there's always different areas. There's the past, present, financial, future, basis of the, of the person who's um, sitting in front of you. It depends where it lands. So you got to really understand. So you got to get a feeling of, okay, what does this mean for the person that I'm reading for? It's got nothing to do about me. And when I do a reading, I always say at the really beginning, there's going to be dates, names, places that are going to come up. They mean nothing to me. And if it means nothing to me, like, for example, if I pull um, Connecticut right out of my head, if I pull out Connecticut, never been to Connecticut, don't know what, but it's got to be about me, about the person that I'm reading for. I said, you know, Connecticut, if I get a, a date in a place, like I said, Connecticut in 2002 or 2022 is going to be really, really important to you, that I know <clears throat> it's got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do about the person that I'm reading. And afterwards, they say, well, you know, none of this stuff made any sense. But I get emails all the time. You did a reading for me last year. You were like frigging bang on. This one girl uh, I did a reading for, uh, she had a lot of relationship problems. But she was wondering when she get married, when I'm getting married. And so I, 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 I gave her her reading. And she, uh, she said, well, yeah, thanks, whatever. But I don't know any Rob. And, you know, and I say, well, he's going to be, he lives in this area. Um, which is just south of where we live. She ended up meeting a guy named Bob, now maybe not Rob, but Bob, and he lived about 15 kilometers or uh, six miles, six and a half miles away from where I said. So it's it's not 100%, but it's just in that general area. So It's and, a long way from viewing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Very much so. Very much so. There's some interpretation of it, but a lot of times I get people walking away and say, you're full of bunk. But I do get emails all the time saying, thank you so much. Oh, my God, you were so on the ball. Okay. I'm very, very curious. Can I ask questions during the reading? Oh, please do. Okay. Please, please do. Okay. Um, did you want to get started? Want me to start your reading? Um, I have one more big question for you. Did sure. you use this during the military to maybe help some of the soldiers out that were maybe contemplating what's going on in their life? 
you know what? Growing up, I've always been an intuitive kid. So I'm, I'm an MDE. I actually, uh, when I was a child, I was actually born with a hole in my heart. What? And I was born with a hole in my heart. How? So, no, when I was, when I was born, I had a surgery and I actually passed away. I was, I was literally dead for two minutes, 10 seconds. And it's right there in my medical record. I had no idea until I saw my medical record and I was told about it. But even going through school, et cetera, I always had this, you know, when you get these gut feelings. Yeah. So a lot of people say, oh my God, this is happening. And I, I always had this kind of a knack of when people would ask, you know, hey, what should I do? And I say, well, you know, I really wouldn't want to do that. Or, you know, maybe don't buy that car or whatever. I always had a gut feeling about what people should do. And, and I've always had people, even when I was younger, come up and say, I should have listened to you. I should have listened to you. You give the best advice. You give the best advice. I said, yeah. And I thought it was, it was slightly intuitive. So how did I get into tarot? So when I was getting out of the military, um, I kind of special, well, back then I specialized, well, I still do, <laughs> in certain technologies. So I said, you know what? I want to up my, my skill set. So I was sitting in a lunchroom drinking my morning coffee, getting ready to go to work to do what I did. And I was flipping through the pages of like, you know, those uh, community schools or community college books or the handouts, you know, you say, yeah. take this course, you get the word course, you take a computer course or learn a second language. Um, I was flipping through and I'm looking through and I'm flipping, flipping pages. And then over the internet call, they called me, there was a telephone call for me. So I took a sip of my coffee and I put it down to make sure that my page was kept. And that nobody would take the book and kind of throw it away or throw it in the garbage or put it back on the shelf. I went, talked on the phone, I came back. And as I picked up my coffee, there was a coffee ring, you know, from the, from sipping coffee, there was a, literally a ring from my coffee cup around tarot basic. And I looked at it and said, that would be a cool course to take. That would be a very cool course to take. So I took this tarot basic course. I also took another computer course, but I also took this tarot basic course. And I found out that, uh, I had a, the teacher said, you've got a knack for this. You've got like a, a serious knack and you should seriously think about developing this. Okay. So I took the advanced tarot course as well, which was awesome because you we went through different decks. We went through like the history, went like really deep, deep, deep into tarot and what it means. But we also did a lot of meditation. We did a lot of uh, um, people's beliefs and how to deal with uh, the, um, the ethics of tarot. Um, like for example, like I mentioned before, like you, you have a couple glasses of wine, you read tarot, right? but you never, ever, ever, ever read for somebody when you're drunk, never. Or if they're drunk, never, ever, ever. Like, so there's certain ethics behind it as well. Um, I don't take the onus. I always give everybody the onus is on the person. I'm not gonna give you financial advice. I'm not gonna say, hey, you should buy this stock. And if you ever, ever have somebody that says, I'm 100% accurate, walk away. Walk, walk, walk away. When the people on Instagram or they're putting on their phone number out there and you get a call in the middle of the night, not like the fortune teller calls or like you're listening to Madam Mystic and you know, yeah. for, they're not ethical because a lot of those people that are calling are also pretty drunk sometimes. It seems like that's when people get the most curious about their life or themselves mm -hmm. or what's going on is when they've had something to drink. So if they do a reading, those aren't ethical tarots. Not in my mind. Okay. Not in my mind at all. Because if somebody is, I had somebody call me like, um, I used to advertise when I lived in another city and I had somebody call me, um, it was, I advertised in Kijiji. Because I like, I love reading tarot. I did it part-time. Um, and one girl 
called me and she was like, I need to ask you a question. Like, you know, so you're a tarot reader, you see the future, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and this is like at two o'clock in the morning. I said, listen, welcome to my appointment. And she went on and on and on. And I said, listen, I got to go. I got to go. It's two o'clock in the morning. I got to work. She says, I just need to ask, will my sister survive? I said, no, this isn't a time or place. You got me in the middle of the night. Like, will wait, can you? So she was half drunk as well. And I said, you know, just call me when you're sober. Call me tomorrow. Let's book an appointment. And and she's and she literally at the end of the phone call said, if my sister doesn't survive, I'm gonna effing phone you back and I'm gonna effing hold you accountable. I went. I said that's not on me. That's on you. And she hung up. So I I I won't I won't read for anybody who's hammered drunk. Nope. That's good principles to be by. I mean, how many times do people get peer pressured into doing something that they shouldn't be doing? Or and it comes into an area too if you don't get people don't get what they want or their way a lot of times you tend to get a really aggressive it's where people overreact like if somebody you know tells you hey a doctor comes in and says hey you know this person has cancer or something you immediately get aggressive like you would do something it's like what do you want me to do like we don't even have the technology to fix that they get held accountable yeah it's your fault that i'm sick no it's not my fault (laughs) It's, it's just what happens okay let's do this I'm actually kind of nervous. Oh, don't be, don't be. Uh, so um, the first thing that I, first thing I'd ask you is like, you know, um, um, do you want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly? Do you want to hear everything? I would like to hear everything. Yeah. Okay, good. I need your permission to do that first off. Um, if you like, a lot of people they want to know if their husband is cheating on them or the wife is cheating on them. Blah blah blah. Um, or sometimes it does come up in the reading that somebody is cheating on them, either financially or emotionally, um, and. Um, then if they say no, just tell me the good stuff. Say, okay, I'll, I'll candy coat it for you. Um, so during the reading, I'm not gonna, I, I usually not gonna look at you. I don't like looking at people. So what I might even do, I might even like close the computer screen so I don't see your face because I don't like looking at people when I- If you wanna point it down at the cards, if you wanna bend it down so I can see, or if you, whatever you feel comfortable with. Well, as I draw the card, what I'll do is I'll actually, I'll pull the card up, okay? Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm just gonna shuffle the deck. So, um. I don't know much. I know a little bit about the states, other than your politics, which I'm pretty good at. Us Canadians love your guys' politics. It's they're fun. Nice. To, they're fun to watch, oh, but it's scary for our country. I mean, dude, it's I'm not so gonna lie. Scary. It's so scary. It's a freaking you know? it's a movie, uh, Idiocracy, where Terry Crews is the president. That's what I'm saying. It is. Mm. You know. You know what? And I, I truly believe, but and this is just my gut feeling. I truly believe by the year 2030, you're gonna have a third party. You need a you. You got your Democrats, you got your Republicans, but you need a third party in there to even out the keel. I think by 2040, I would say, we're probably going to be nobody's leaving the home ever, or we're going to be split up into different societies where people want to wear masks and people don't. We're just so divided right now, and it's yeah. – it's. I think – like I just – I'm not – before we even got onto this meeting, I was driving to the store, getting some groceries, mm-hmm. and I saw somebody put up on a giant banner or one of those billboards on their property said uh, Trump is America, and it had an eagle on it. And then people were literally pulling off where there was traffic now, so people were stopped in the middle of the road, getting out and throwing stuff at the billboard. I'm like, guys, like – once we all start turning on each other, it's going to be a big divide, and that doesn't help anybody out. What good is that? The only thing that's going to make you to, to help you feel better is go vote. Just go vote. Um, okay, so the good, the bad, and everything. Um, uh, things are going to come up. Well, can I choose? Which, which, sorry? 
can I choose which I can do first? Like if I want the good last and the bad all first? <laughs> Actually, it's one big flow, my man. It's all just right. one big flow. Um, uh, names, dates, places are going to come to me. Um, if you got a pen right now, or you're actually recording this, um, if you got a pen or paper, write them down. I am um, at, at the end, if I don't cover something, then please, by all means, ask questions. Or if I feel like I'm talking too fast, just say, "Hey, Gord, um, can you can you can you you know expand on that a little bit more for me?" Then I can. I'll draw another card for you. Um, this is about you. Again, I'm just gonna whatever pops into my head, I'm gonna give it to you. They may not make sense right now, like I said earlier, but in six months' time or one year time and maybe three years, I don't go outside three years. If somebody says, oh, by 2030, you're going to be a, a millionaire. No, anything outside three years gets really, really fuzzy. Well, it does for me. But if anybody says they could read you past three years, they're full of bunk. They're full of bunk because there's too many variables. So, so am, I, am I writing down the major words that you say or they're just the name of the card you're pulling? Uh, you, you, can, you can write down whatever you want or just what I'm saying, okay? Okay. Okay, so the first thing that comes up to me, for, for example, um, <laughs> before I even got, out, got onto this call and I said, Robbie, Robbie, the first thing that comes to me, I don't know what's going on with your right knee, but there's something pretty serious going to happen by the end of next year with your right knee, okay? So take, do you do like rollerblading or skating or anything like that? Uh, no, I do not. Anything with wheels? Uh, no. Okay, whatever it is, watch out because by the end of next year, you're probably going to have to little, have a little bit of minor surgery on your right knee, okay? Um, somebody is popping into my head, a name Kathy or Catherine. And like I was talking earlier, I don't, I'm not sure where you live, but Connecticut in 2022 is going to be very important for you. Okay. Yeah, it's in a couple of years time. Okay. So I'm, I'm not going to even ask you if you know a Catherine, cause I don't want to, I don't, oh, that's my mom or that's my sister uh, or that's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Um, she sounds hot. <laughs> so, and you, you said you're off on like, like, like a medical leave right now, or you're, you're homesick from a job right now. Yeah. I took oh, off work, uh, to, I had a uh, medical, um, court case. Okay. That's what happens when you find out that, uh, the medical insurance is trying to pull a fast one on you. One of the best parts about being from Canada is you don't have to deal with what I'm dealing with right now. My God. Now we, we can talk about that later, but all anyways, it's okay. Let's do this. Um, the very, very, very first card that I pulled was the one that I was showing you earlier. So I, all I did was I just random shuffle, random shuffle. I should have been shuffling in front of you. But I just random shuffle them, and that's the very first card, the one we were talking about earlier about dreams. Okay, so. Perfect. Okay. Um, Please be a death card. <laughs> There's no death card in there, but there are some very good cards in here. Okay, so the first one we have is the Six of Cups. Okay, the Six of Cups is everything they do. So tarot 
it's all about the card, but it's also about the number. It's also about the colors, right? So the cups are all, all about emotion and the six is all about balancing, okay? Um, it's, Don't be okay, holding yeah. any information from nope. me. If I'm dying, you better tell me. No, you're not dying. Definitely not dying. Oh no, uh, you're not dying. Okay, um, about, about a year ago, uh, this is the first thing that pops in my head about a year ago. Did you did you have a relationship that kind of broke off all of a sudden? No. Not even a friendship? Mm -mm. Not even somebody who just kind of ghosted you and just walked away? No. Okay, just think about that for a while. Because what I've got right now is it's just somebody is going to come back into your life. Okay. Somebody that's kind of might there, but they're, but they're definitely going to come back into your life in a most positive way. Okay. Okay. So what's, so that's, so you want me to explain what the card means and then what I'm getting for you? Sure. Okay. So the six of cups is all about the balancing out your emotions. But what I'm getting is that it's, 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 the, it's the base you right now about balancing out your emotions right now. But when I say, what does it mean to balancing out his emotions for, for him? It's something about something in your past and somebody that's going to come back pretty soon. Somebody from your past. It's either was a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a, a relationship that actually just kind of, kind of was good and it kind of balanced off and kind of, kind of petered off, but it's going to come back and it's going to come back in a good way. Because the card that's on top of that is the wheel of fortune. The wheel of fortune, everybody like, You've seen the show Wheel of Fortune. What's that? Yeah. So whenever you get the Wheel of Fortune, it's all about your. It's all about this. Um. It, your fortune is coming on the upswing. Okay. So if there's an emotional trauma situ that situation that actually happened with somebody about a year ago, it was about a year ago. Um, it's actually going to swing in your favor. Okay. Okay. So whatever's whatever is developing was about a year ago so you were in an accident an accident were you in a car yeah like were you, were you in like okay why okay i usually don't ask questions but i want to know why were you off medical leave like you know um i've been uh for like the past year actually it's coming up on a year i've been trying to get a medication for an intestinal issue okay and i thought it was a spine issue or i thought it was an intestine issue for a long time it turns out it might be a spine issue but for the past, since COVID messed up everything, um, I had to jump through all these hoops with my insurance company to get a medication I needed, and okay. they denied me. Okay, this got nothing to do with it. Sorry about that. I just want to know if you were in a car accident or whatever. But anyways, for some reason, a car accident in the past came up. But this wheel of fortune, whatever it is, what, like you're in a you're in a really bad emotional state right now. But whatever's going to happen is going to come up in the upswing. Okay, it's going to come up into your favor, um, and you're going to. January. So is it still going through court right now? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you're going to hear a decision for a while, but you probably won't hear anything like concrete and you won't have an actual piece of paper in your head probably till about January. Okay. That, are you still, I, I, that sucks. I hope not January, man. Yeah. So no, uh, are, are you still able to get the, the medications? No, man. I've been, I, have, I haven't had it. Um, like I said, they deny me. They won't even let me go pick it up. It's five hundred dollars a bottle. So oh wow, I'm sorry to hear that, man. It's been eleven months trying to do this, and I'm like, I don't. I feel like in the tank. I definitely don't have much longer. If you know what I'm saying. Hmm. 
Well, I think you're going to pull out of it. But I don't, I don't, I don't see, well, they may, um, there might be like a sub decision, but I don't think you're going to have like a hardcore piece of paper in your hand. And I see, if you do pay for this, I see money coming back to you. Okay. Oh, where do you live? Ocean City, Maryland. Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, yeah, because you said Ocean City, the casino. Yeah, beach town. Yeah. Is that, okay, I'm going to ask again, because it's it's coming up again. Do you have any connection to Connecticut? No connection to Connecticut. Okay, for some reason, Connecticut is coming up again. That is the one state I probably couldn't spell if you asked me to. <laughs> um, for some reason, it's like, so when things like that come up again and again, or they, or they, 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 um, they keep on repeating themselves. It's me. It's like you know, make sure he understands Connecticut. I wrote it down. Yeah, um, I, still, I don't know how to spell it, so it's kind of on dot 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 Connecticut. I just spell it out as it sounds, eh? Um, I can't even spell Arkansas. Um, that might be the second place I don't know how to spell. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, for some reason, Connecticut is, is um, oh, geez. It's got something to do with an education. So you're either going to have to take a, a, a recourse or going to, um, like an online course or something, but it is, let's say, like a university or a school that's in Connecticut. That's going to be coming up for you. Like, you know, and it's like, the, I don't know what, university or colleges would be in Connecticut I have no idea but it's definitely something to do with both bettering your education um uh, so if you don't mind me asking what do you do for work work at a gym oh okay um they're gonna want to take you some kind of they're gonna want to have you take some kind of a course or something online course or, or something that's got to do with Connecticut because uh, your work is gonna want to do hey man do this and it's gonna definitely bring you more money in it's gonna be a bump up and raise type thing a little bit more um, do you have a Joseph in your life that just popped into my head? A Joseph. Um, so a Joe or a Joseph? Not um, a Joe or a Joseph, no. Okay. Because as soon as you started talking about what you did, I, uh, like Joseph goes through my head. Um, so he might be in instrumental in getting this for you. Okay. Was the gym... I don't know the name of the gym, but was the gym at the brink of being sold about um, like in the middle of summer? Would you know that? Um, no, I don't. I wouldn't know that one. Okay. So I got a funny feeling that the, the, the gym was at the brink of maybe being sold or, but they had the juggle thing. Again, it was with COVID and everything, right? Um, Whoa. Um, I, my home gym, not the one I work at, but the one I worked out at, at every day for eight years that yep. one got sold and i lost that okay um somebody's gonna somebody's gonna buy it back and it's gonna come back up um and you may be uh going back there again but i think you're gonna really 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 like the order and they might even even have to offer you a job there okay okay and maybe that's what this is joseph because i i got a big sailor and somebody was in the like the brink of, of financial ruin but i think it's going to come back up again in the spring 
Okay. Um, so that that's so when I start thinking about like you know what's the base of all that, I get this card. Okay. So the chariot is all about um, it's all about movement and going forward, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the base of reading. Just try to get yourself to propel yourself forward, right? Um, but it, it's it's a mixed card because it's always about uh, if you know, can see. You see a, a, black white horse horse, a white horse, yeah. A white yep. horse and a black horse, right? But you notice that they're pulling in different directions. Which means okay. I can go in either way. It doesn't matter where you go either way, but you notice that even the, the the chariot, the guy who's driving the chariot, he's not even in he's not even control. He doesn't have he's not got control of the reins, but he's just letting the horses go where they want. Okay. Um so that's 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 where I get this job offer. I think you're gonna get another job offer next March, April. And you say there's going to be pros and cons both ways, but you're going to have to weigh out what's going to make you even happier. Okay. And I think with this new job, it's going to definitely be a part of your education. Well, we would love to hire you, but would you be willing to do this and take on this course? We'll pay for the, like, you take the course, you pay for it. It's going to be a small amount, like one or $200. You pay for the course. And when you pass, we'll pay you back type thing. And then once you take that course, we'll we'll put you in. So it's going to be like a like a trial period, like like a three month probation period. Within that probation period, whatever it it yeah, because you'd be like a bit of an advisor. Are you do you dabble into like nutrition and stuff? Yeah, I'm a big fitness guy. Okay, so this it's going to be one of the ones to do something with nutrition and everything, and there might be like say. I'm just going to use this hypothetical. Let's say it is another gym, and you do go to that other gym. They say take this course on this product that we we support. Then you you take the course, you pass it, they pay you back the money, but you're going to become like a, a not a nutritionist, but you could be somebody who's going to advise people on on a way going forward. But it's going to be about a product, right? Okay. Oh 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 oh. Um, for the next, so the next one, so this is like the base of what's coming up. Okay, so the King of Pentacles. Um, what money you have right now, try to try to hang on to what money you have right now. Okay. Um, and be very, very cautious of somebody coming and offering you um, hey, do this and you like a get quick rich scheme, okay? Be really, really, really cautious for the next six to eight months. Um, just add from whatever it is, ask for more proof. Um, there's lots of stuff happening online. Like, for example, um, the reason why I'm saying that is because, like, you know, I know Jen doubled into her, her uh, interview or her uh, little, little interview, but she, um, she dabbles in online marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if somebody approaches you, it, it, it's one of those get quick rich schemes. Says, "Hey, man, you know, within six months, I was a millionaire." Walk away, run away. Okay. If anybody wants to offer you some money, um, just out of the blue, don't take it because there's going to be strings connected to it. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. But hang on to what money you got because somebody says, "Hey, like, like the Nigerian prince, hey, I got five thousand dollars. Put in your bank, and then you collect interest off. You know." Instead of to me, I'll send you fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, just send me the fifty thousand dollars. You know, uh, yeah. So just hang on to your money. Okay. If it sounds too good to be true, ask for proof. Because when Jen does anything online, somebody says, "Well, this is this is like uh, I'm just using it as an example." 
Um, this sounds too good to be true. It's just, it's not a get quick rich scheme. It's definitely not. It's an actual business. We're going to set you up in the business and this is what it's going to do. Okay. And then they realize oh, it might not be super important, but she said multiple times now ask for proof. So I'm writing that down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we talked about, uh, like numbers and, and cards and everything. So this is actually um, like the five of swords. Anything to do about swords actually lines up with spades. Anything to do with swords, thought about your thoughts, your mind, and whatever is inside you, like, you know, the break forward. So the base of this card is basically, it, it means the war is over, everything is done. So I don't know if, if you know like much about history, but they would fight swords and swords and swords. And before the sun went down, they would stop fighting and they would collect their dead and they would collect their weapons, they would collect everything. And then they would all go back to the camps. They'd dress their wounds or do whatever and they lick their wounds. And if you could fight, you could fight the next day. If you can't, you can't. But then they would collect their all in and when the sun rises, you go back at it again. So anything to do with five, so this is the five of swords. And this, this, this is self-defeating thoughts, okay? Um, and this is at the very, very top of your reading. Um, uh, okay, you said the good, bad, the ugly. I think in around November, I think around late November and going into December, things are gonna get um, really, really bunged up into your head, okay? Um, I think it's going to be, it's not self-defeating, but I have you very, very confused about a lot of things that be going on. Emotionally, there's going to be a lot of things going on and the thoughts you're going to be having are going to be taking you all over the place. And it's going to be really hard to try to quiet them down. Um, Again, dude, my September wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, but this is at the very top of your reading. So it's one of your very top warnings. And when I get a card like this, like this is, all fives are misery cards. All fives are horrible cards. Um, yeah, so this, the battle's going to be over, collect, collect your thoughts, collect your wits about you and everything. Um, but, but definitely don't, don't get into your mindset that some, that, um, that you, you, you've been defeated. You haven't been, it's just the way, it's just your spin that you're putting on things. Okay. Kind of like a um, different perspective I should be looking at it. Yeah. Um, okay, just, just this just popped in my head for some reason. Um, do you live like in like, or do you know somebody who's in an apartment building? Um, no. Okay, what I got was something to do with it, like you know, and this has got something to do with an apartment building, like a third or fourth floor within an apartment building, and that's going to kind of set you off. Something that's going to really, really set you off. What do you mean by set off? Like upset me? Yeah. That's it's going to be the trigger to say, fuck, why does this always happen to me? It's always happened to me. This always happens to me. Why is it always me, 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 me? And it, that's where the self-defeating stuff is going to happen. I can't even get this. I can't get that. I can't get this. You know, why is it always me, 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 me? And then that's when you're going to start really things are going to start bunging up in your head. But it has something to do with an apartment building, like a third or fourth floor. But it's not like a tall, tall 60 floor apartment building. It's like a five or six floor apartment building, but like a third or fourth floor. Okay. Are you are you in a are you in a committed relationship right now? No. Okay. Does my hand count? 
What's that? Does my hand count? <laughs> Everybody goes home with twins, my man. Twins. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think it's. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna. It, it's got to do with a girl. Okay. I don't know if you've had problems in the past, but man, it's gonna be something. Fuck, fucking women, fucking women. Okay. This is a very good card. So in a very, very near future, the emperor. It's his emperor card. So it's, it's one of the major arcana. Okay. So it being, it's, 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 it's a four. So you can see the Roman numeral over there, four, right? So the emperor's got everything to do like, uh, like the godfather would be the emperor or somebody who has a kingdom would be the emperor, right? But what I like about four is everything to do with a four is about stability. So we have four seasons, we have four winds, we have four legs on a table, but and that's really the example I like using like is, um, there's usually four legs on a chair. You take one away, kind of unstable, or it's or you get a, the fifth one, it kind of makes a wobble, but everything to do with four is all about stability. Um, Aren't the four horsemen involved? If you believe in that, I'm open to everything. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Bible um, in, right after your reading. Um, so I think next fall, I, I'm getting a feeling about a year from now. Um, do you know a Kevin or a Kelvin? Somebody with a K name, like a Kevin or a Kelvin. Or, or like somebody with a K or a hard C first first start name um, is, is definitely going to be taking you under his wing, okay? Because he's going to say, you know what? You got potential. I like what you're doing. I like your ethics. I like the way you work. I like who you are. And I like the way you treat people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he's going to take you under your wing. Um, and he's going to teach like the, 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 the businessy end of where you're working. Kind of like a, um, like a journeymanship. Yeah, like a journeymanship. But he's gonna say, "I like, I like what you're doing." He's gonna like out of the pick of the pick of the crop type thing. He's gonna say, "I like what you're doing. I really, really like what you're doing. Let's 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 get you, let's get you moving along." Um, but it's gonna open up a ton of doors too. Um. For some reason, I got 2024 popped into my head because both you and this person are going to do like an like an investment, a financial investment, and it's going to be very, it's going to do very well for you. Not Bill Gates very well or Steve Bezos very very well, but it's going to it's going to put you into um, into a higher tax bracket. Should I be worried because you did warn me before that ask for proof? Um, hold yep. on to my money. So should I invest in that 2024 issue or should I wait? So, there might be something before. What I'm saying is that that was the next, in the next six or eight months, really watch your money and don't fall for tricks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But this, this is like 2024. Okay. This is like a couple of years from now, two or three years from now, there's going to be a, a, an investment opportunity with somebody and I would take it. Okay. Cause I think it's going to do very well for you. I need to get that tattooed on my hand 2024 because I'll forget this piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so you're not in a committed relationship right now. 
but I got a funny feeling next year is going to be your year, my man. Um, uh, so I, um, I, I think you're going to be like, okay, I got a next year. I think you're going to go through maybe two, maybe three relationships. Okay. But I think, uh, so how old are you? 22. 22. Okay. You're 22. I think there's going to be a slightly older woman that's going to take a, a shine to you. But I'm not saying older, like 40 or like a Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher thing. I think it's going to be more a uh, woman in her early 30s. It's going to take a shine upon you. <laughs> you said Ashton Kutcher. I had to laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think there's a, a, a woman in her early 30s is going to take a shine to you, whatnot, but she's not going to look like she's in her 30s. She's going to look a very young woman. And I got, and, oh. And she's going to have a slight accent. Oh. A slight European accent. That's which my is a fucking trigger right there. It, either a Spanish or a Portuguese accent. So she Irish. could be coming. No. <laughs> did jen tell you that she grew up in ireland when she gets a couple of beer in her her accent comes back i love an accent <laughs> i'm telling you yeah i when i was in ireland i said oh or even scotland oh put on american accent please they're also gonna have to spend some private time <laughs> um uh nope i'm getting uh like western europe so i'm getting like spain Portugal, and around that area okay but it's not like german side but it's gonna be a very a beautiful accent okay all right, um, so I have to worry about before the 90 days, one of those house order wives. That's the money investment. <laughs> but one of them's nope. going to pay off. Nope. <laughs> Jen watches that faithfully. Oh, 90 day fiance. Oh, I just go downstairs. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but what I can tell you is that she's, uh, she will be financially stable. Okay, so I, I got a funny feeling she's going to be like a teacher. Or she teaches, or she uh, is like a mentor in the community type thing. But she's financially stable. She's not going to be rich, rich, rich by any means. But she's going to be financially stable. So she's going to have her own job. She can have her own money. Um, when you guys go out, she says, "Oh, let let this be my treat," and she's going to have to worry about it type thing. Um, but she's going to be in a very stable job. But uh, and I don't know what your opinion on this is, but I think she's only been in the United States for maybe since 2009, 2010. Hey, if it's love, it's love, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, ah. Okay, I'm stuck on her, okay? Because usually I, I want to move on with the reading, but I'm still stuck on her. I still feel I have to give you more information about her. Um, Can you describe her? Uh, Blonde. Five, six, five, seven, dark hair. My mom. Um, uh, shoulder length hair. <laughs> Dude, you're describing my mom right now. Oh yeah. But what's she doing tomorrow night, eh? Uh, <laughs> that is not legal in America. Oh, there's so many men that marry women that are just like their moms. Anyways, I hope not. Um, I really hope it's the opposite. Yeah. No. Um. But she's gonna be really, really, really nice. Um. You're gonna meet her someplace. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. You're going to need to like bump into her or whatever. I'm going to say target. Just pulling that out of my head. You're going to bump into her at a target. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'll get out of your way type thing. And have a good day. Have a good day. And you're going to go. <laughs> and she's going to, she's going to be striking. She's going to have like little striking smiles and everything. She's going to, she's going to resonate with you. You're going to say, oh, 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 oh. 
And then a couple of weeks later, you're going to be someplace else, totally someplace else. Let's say you're at a, a Starbucks. I'm going to pull it out of my, my apps. You're going to be at a Starbucks and you make your order and everything. Somebody's going to tap you on the shoulder and you're going to turn around. And she says, are you following me? Are you my stalker? Type thing, okay? Because you're going to bump into each other again. So it's going to be like within, like within a month. And she's going to remember you and you're going to remember her. At that point in time, maybe I am. We better talk about it over coffee. Then maybe I won't have to anymore. And you're going to have giggle giggles. But yeah, I see it's going to be a very, very nice, warm relationship. But I think you're going to be totally shocked when she says she's like 31, 32. Okay? And I have that for late summer next year. But I think you are going to, before then, you're going to go through a couple of relationships before then. Like, I don't know what you call it, but you're kind of interested in the girl. And like a couple weeks later, like something. That's what we called sex, my man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for example, and this is just myself personally. And I tell a lot of people this, like, oh, my God, she's gorgeous or he's gorgeous. I get so there's being attractive and there's being attracted. So I might look across the room and say, oh, my God, she's dead stupid gorgeous. But if she puts a cigarette in her mouth, I say, I don't find that I'm not attracted to that at all. You know what I mean? Depends how they like the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's just for me. Or you get to know her and then you find out that she's actually um, a white supremacist, which did That's a turnoff. That is a, that happened to you? What do you mean? That, that happened to me. And she was trying to recruit me. Anyways, that's okay. So that's. Uh, hang on a second. I'm more interested in that right now. We'll get into that. Let's finish your reading. Let's finish your reading. Um, do you meditate or pray or do anything solitude? -y? I don't ever sleep, so I spend a lot of times with my thoughts. Good. Um, because the next one is it's it's a nine. Um, it's a hermit card. Does that look familiar to you? I do spend most of my time alone. Yeah. Does the art look anything familiar to you? Looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi, to be honest with you. Good, good. Or Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I mean, the cloak, I guess it's because the light seems a little bit like the Grim Reaper a little bit, too. Like the okay. journeyman, the guy, the ferryman that takes you across to the other side. Bingo. Bingo. Um, there is, there is there, that actual card, the ferryman who's actually, but it's not in your reading, but there is one in the deck. Um, so for the hermit, actually, if you, I don't know if you're into Led Zeppelin, bundle of sticks. Oh. Um, yeah. Wow, that actually does. That's pretty cool. Yep. So what, what, it, what it happened, so this deck was, this deck came to be before that even happened. So what happened, a big backstory on this card. Um, I think it was Jimmy Page went to, he went for a tarot reading when he was like 17, 18 years old. And you're going to be famous. You're going to make lots of money. You're going to influence the music industry. People are going to be falling at your feet. You blah, 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 blah. And, and you're going to be the world most, one of the world's most famous guitar players in the whole world. And he walked out of the saying, fuck you. Here's your 10 pounds, whatever. Um, who did Jimmy Page so when they came up with Bundle of Sticks, the album of Bundle of Sticks, when you open up the album cover, that is on the inside. Because he gave the card, he says, because he was so much in his head, right? So the Hermit card, um, it's, it's all about uh, finding guidance. And we're lazy in your reading right now. It's, it's telling me, like, 
things are going to get very, very busy in your head right now. Okay. So take, I don't know if you believe in the power of prayer or the power of meditation or whatever. Um, I don't sleep either. I literally sleep four hours a night, six hours. It's a great night. Um, but I don't sleep either, but I make sure before I go to bed that I, I calm all the voices and all, all those feelings and everything that's in my head, I try to calm them down. And I find out I sleep a little bit better sometimes. But um, you, it, I'm, I, I'm, I guess it's feeling like you're gonna have to take up a practice like of, of actual prayer or meditation or learn how to meditate or just close your eyes and listen to Tibetan singing or ringing bowls or something like that, just five minutes a day, just five minutes at the end of the day. Because things are going to get upstairs here for you. We're going to get very, very busy come November, December, okay? You're killing me, bro. That's like the holidays. Uh, wait for it. Okay. Um, if you tell you me what I'm getting for Christmas, I'm going to be very pissed off. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what you get for Christmas. Okay. Uh, do you have a brother, an older brother? I do. Do me a favor. Um, I don't know where he is or what he does. Okay, as, as soon as I get this card, um, when's okay? Uh, like you said, the good, the bad, the ugly, eh? Mm -hmm. Have him go to a doctor. Okay. Uh, or just ask when's the last time he had a check, uh, a, 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 like a thorough checkup. I don't know what, what you guys get in the States, but a thorough checkup. We're talking like blood work, um, like blood work, urine work, urinalysis, um, prostate exam, everything like that. Have him get to a doctor, okay? What's his name? Mike. Mike. Yeah, have him. Is it Have bad me. of me as a person that I get upset, not when a bad card comes in my favor, but when a bad card goes on to somebody else? Because immediately no. I start getting triggered like I want to, I need to tell, need to tell. That, that, that just means you're an empathetic person. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that, that's totally fine. Because we, we don't worry about ourselves. We always worry about the ones we love, right? Um, but yeah, how it gets to a doctor, I don't think it's too serious. But I think it's one of those things, thank God we caught it now type thing. Okay. Just have him get to a doctor within the next six months. So I don't know, I don't know how it works down there. We just we just go to a doctor. You mentioned, <laughs> oh, something, you mentioned something earlier about um like a long connection, like a year, a relationship, a thing. Yeah. I yeah. haven't talked to my brother and I think this will be the second year coming up. So oh, well, that's the relationship that went on its way. Maybe not a sexual one, but one of emotion when it comes to, I guess, love and family. Yeah, exactly it. That emotional connection that you had in the past. But like I said, it's like like about a year ago when you just lost total contact. Okay. Um, yeah. Because um, believe you me, I don't know how you guys fell out or how you separated anything, but you know, it just trying to find that connection again because i think uh, i think because you have the wheel of fortune on top of that um you may hear oh man i've been thinking about you so much recently um and then he's like i was i'm sorry i fucked up whatever blah 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 blah, blah. this is all my fault should have called earlier thank you for calling me and he's gonna pour his heart out it, it's 
it's going to definitely 100% work in your favor. Okay, so if that's the relationship that you've lost in the past, the base of what's happening, it's going to work definitely in your favor. You might find that reconnection again, but definitely, um, if if you do ever talk to them, have them have them get to a doctor, or ask them like you know, if you've been, if you start talking about your medical thing that's happening, you say, oh man, you know, I'm trying to get this, my intestines, they find blah blah blah, and medications, you know, Dave. Hey, How's it working out for you? How's Obamacare working out for you type thing? Or, or how's Trump care, whatever they're calling it down there? It's called dirt. That's what they call it. Yeah. Um, how's it working out for you? Like, and then he'll say, oh, man, I need to, I, I've got this issue. Um, yeah. And have them, have them check his PSA. Just say, oh, I don't know if you guys pay for it. I don't know if he would have benefits with what he does in his job and anything. But definitely, like everything needs to be checked out. Okay. Especially his prostate. He may be young, but still get it checked out. Okay. Um, but it will definitely be. Okay. So let me explain this card. So remember, I talked a little bit about I, you had this one, this five card. Remember yes. this one? This is also another five card. Um, you ever heard of the, the, the term don't cry over spilt milk? Yeah. So you see the five card there. Um, he's, he's got his back to you. He's distraught and he's worrying over the, the, the three spilt mugs of wine. He's, he's, he's worried about that, worried about that, but he doesn't see the two full ones behind him. So everything might be looking like despair, but there's, there's promise. So you see the two cards behind. So don't dwell on what's spilt milk or the spilt wine or anything. Don't, don't dwell on that look deep because there's you still have two full mugs and when i teach my course i said who, who who can carry five goblets of wine nobody we've only got two cans so don't cry over these because you can't carry them all you can't carry all that emotional burden remember about cups are about emotion right now you can carry you can only carry these two because you've only got two hands that's a great but, freaking perspective yeah so what's what's also promising about this card is is the castle off in the distance So this is the one I got about your brother, Mike. If there's a castle off the distance, even though there's water separating you, how are you going to get there? Who knows? But don't dwell on this. So if he does, like I said, get to the doctor, find out what's going on. But you'll work through it because, you know, there, there, there's promise there. And there's, there is a castle off the distance. But if, whenever somebody gets uh, bad news, whether from a doctor or an insurance agent or whatever like that, the first thing says, oh, and their emotions just crash. Um, and I don't know if he's ever been suffer with bouts of um, depression or, or anxiety or something like that. Before you get to that point, you got to start concentrating on what you have, okay? Uh, another metaphor, a lot of people say, well, I just lost my house. I just lost this. I got like, you know, blah, 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 foreclosures. I said, okay, but look at, you got a fifth wheel camper. Like you can live under your fifth wheel in a, in a Walmart parking lot for a while, you know, until you get some more money behind you, you know? Because now you don't have a mortgage, you don't have, you don't have to pay that, whatever. So yes, you're losing your house, but you have a, a or a, what do you call it, Winnebago or motorhome? You got you got some, you still got something to live with, or you got a, you got family here that you can actually go live with. So yes, that's disrupt. But what what what's a two glasses one? Okay, so that your brother came up. Okay, uh, I remember we were. I just pulled a card randomly out of the deck, and I showed you this one. The motion. 
this is all so this is um this is the seven card the seven of cups so there's well there's seven deadly sins but there's seven days of the week there's um there were seven apostles so the seven is known as the holy number it's the lucky number so, seven lucky number seven triple sevens everything about sevens is luck 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 okay so this would be the seven of cups so um you're telling me to gamble <laughs> Apart from that, please don't do that. I'm not telling you to do gamble, but what I am telling you is that, um, so being that being that a lucky card emotion, with everything that's going to be happening, everything's going to be happening in the next, uh, I'm going to say six to nine months. I think by November next year, I have this like this growing clarity, this instant growing clarity, and then you say, oh. That's why that happened. Oh, that's why that happened. Oh my God, that's why that happened. So some people call this the dream card. Your dreams come true. Um, there's, there's, there is a saying out there that your mind, your thoughts have magnets that draw all the effects towards you. So if you think that you're going to be poor, you think you're going to be sick, and it, it just makes your body sicker. Oh, the universe says, okay, you're going to want to be sick. Okay, fine, you're sick. But if you, the people that start thinking that they're rich or thinking that their life is going to get better or thinking that, you know, tomorrow's going to be a better day than today. Tomorrow's going to be, but after a little while, those days get better and better and better and better. They, those, those events start falling in front of you. Just like I've noticed with my life, everything is literally lined up to today. Uh, you, you haven't suffered with an anxiety in the past, have you? Yeah, it's kind of my We're, stick. I kind of suffer uh, from severe depression and anxiety. Okay, are you on any kind of medication for that right now? No, nah, I took it once. So actually, I took it for a little while, then just cut it clean. Probably not the yeah. smartest idea, but I did. Um, I like to balance out my own thoughts. If I can't do that and I need the help of a medication, then I just, uh, it's a pride thing with me. Yeah, I totally understand. Sometimes they have the opposite effect, right? exactly um but i definitely so they're like like i said earlier for the next three or four months things are gonna get really busy upstairs but i think by this time next year it's gonna be very 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 clear extremely clear it's almost as if like you you, you pull the willy the willy wonka golden ticket okay that's probably one of my best childhood dreams is winning a freaking golden ticket to be honest I oh, really? don't know how much candy I ate back in the day to think that was actually a possibility. <laughs> it's like, we're not even in a competition or that they're not even doing that sponsor right now. And you're just like, I don't care. There'll be a golden ticket in one of these chocolate bars. And that is the dead honest truth. That is not even a joke. That's my level of intelligence. So this, this podcasty thing that you're doing, have you ever thought about making money with it? No, I don't want to make money with it. What if you're offered like a sponsorship? Uh, I have a few sponsors, but they're all people I've talked to and people I believe in. Okay. I believe in everyone. I don't want that to come off that I don't, but I just people I've tried their product and I'm like, this is good stuff. Yeah. Because I think, I think this, what you're doing right now, like this here, I think it's going to be a bit of a money generator for you in the future. Okay. Like a stipend. Somebody might say they might say, "Hey, we're going to set up these three, three, three people interview. We like your style. We like the way you do things. Um, we like your questioning technique because you're a very intelligent man. Um, 
we don't want any celebrity doing it. We just want you to be real people with some real people. And I think I think they're going to be start lining people up for you. And if you do this, we'll give we'll give you fifty bucks an interview. Do these. We'll we'll pay you two hundred bucks a week to do these four or five interviews. Sure. And it's free reign. You can do whatever you want. Not here's the questions you're going to ask them. Okay. So it might be a little bit of money in your pocket. Like I said, the well, love of the feedback of being on it is paying payment enough for me, man. Just like you like reading these cards, that feeling, yeah. uh, nothing's better than that, man. No money in the world can amount to that. Okay. Um, I'm just going to like a few things that just come in like a residual. Are your mom and dad still together? No. Yeah. Um, Um, cause I think there might be, I don't know where your dad is or what he does, whatever, but I think there might be one of those, um, I don't think your mom's going to let you know, but I think he's going to like, not want to try to come back into her life, but my, your, my mom might be in a, in a relationship that, or some kind of a relationship or work relationship or a personal relationship that's going to make him extremely jealous. And I think he's going to try to make her life miserable. And I do see like a bit of a restraining order coming up in a couple of years. Okay anything it might be the reverse opposite mom if you're listening you know it's true okay i do see a restraining order like between your mom and dad okay does oh um and i see i'm not sure which one but i see like I don't know if they live in the same city or the same state or with within within driving distance of each other, but I do see one moving further south. Like, why does that come? Like, I don't know what is this? Um, like a Carolina, either like North or South Carolina makes sense. Not Florida, but just kind of Connecticut. <laughs> Maybe Connecticut. I don't know where is Connecticut. I don't know. I feel like that just might actually be north. Okay, might be north. Yeah, but I have I have one of them moving a further south. Like you know, you can't jump in a car and go egg their house type thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, any questions? Oh man, I mean, you said some stuff that I I really kind of I I could click to the brother thing for sure. Yeah. But. Like I said, I guess it's it's a, it's a waiting game too, you know, trying to figure yep. it out too. I mean, I appreciate you, you know, reading them off to me and everything too. I know it's it's probably got to be a little bit different doing it through a Zoom, but it's kind of the way the world works now. But I appreciate that seriously. Oh, like I said, I just I just connect with a person, so um, so I, so that I can disconnect. Any questions at all? I'm hoping that I get more clarity on that girl that you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you want you want me to a little bit want me to say more? What'd you say? You want me to give you expand on her even more? Um, nah. I mean, if you can, that'd be cool. I mean, to be honest, yeah, let me like let me pull another let me pull another card for her. Ooh, wow. Probably that's a sexy the, card, dude. You could have pulled out any card, and that's a sexy uh, card. It is. So this is the, this is literally the, the it's the world, and it's number um, twenty one of the deck of the major arcana. It's top one of the best 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 cards you can. So basically, like whoever this woman is, she's gonna be your world man. 
And it's going to, whether the relationship you're going to have is going to be phenomenal. And even if it's not something that goes into a marriage or into a, it's going to be a fun relationship, I'll tell you that. But even after that, if it doesn't work out like as a romantic relationship, you guys are still going to be very, very, very good friends, and she's going to be the world to you. Okay. It's good to know. Okay. Yeah, she's going to be the world to you. Um. Even as a, I'm, you, do you like to dance? Because she's a dancer. I. If she's what you're saying she is, I'll learn to dance, my yeah, friend. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She seems really, really awesome. Um, I do think there's going to be like a like like a, as relationships progress, like you know, date number four. Let's go at it, you know, type thing. Um, I think it's going to progress that way. But I, it, what I, what I do see is that like there's a, it's a, I call it a pair bond. Uh, you guys are going to be together forever and awesome, like you know. Well, maybe not marriage. If it doesn't work into a marriage, it's still going to be an extremely good friendship. I've got a friend, Jackie. I've known her for 37 years. Her and I dated for six weeks, but she had this thing for cowboys. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know, well, I'm, I mean, I was in Calgary at the time, the, the home of the greatest outdoor show on earth, the Calgary Stampede. And she had this thing. Well, she was a country girl and she had this thing for cowboys. And I wasn't really a cowboy cowboy. I was kind of like a wannabe cowboy. So anyway, she went with some rodeo guy and got married and had children. But her and I, um, we're still friends. It's been 37 years. Yeah. Sometimes that's better than a relationship is just having a close friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody can just, she's my beer drinking buddy. So whenever I, I don't live in Calgary anymore, but whenever I get to Calgary, I call her up. She's ah, let's do some beer. Yeah. Okay, let's go for a drink. Yeah. She's my wing, my Wednesday wing and beer girl. So, so overall, Everything looks pretty good. Everything looks pretty good. You do so have some major arcana, and you do have some. Um, is it well balanced? So there won't be no. Uh, I don't get anything like you know diagnosis of cancer or a diagnosis of this or um, you're losing your house or or wherever you live or I don't. It's not like the movies. It's a little bit more broad spectrum, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the but you do want the death card, but you didn't get it this time. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah, other than that, phenomenal reading. Really, really good. Gordon, I appreciate you for doing that for me. Seriously, man. Um, is there anything you want to promote? Is there anything that you have that you would like to let people know? Maybe where to find you if you have a site or anything maybe your wife might have that you can promote for the end of the show? You know what? Her and I are in business together, and she probably promoted it on, on uh, during her interview. Uh, what we do is we actually, um, we invite people and we set them up on their own personal businesses. Um, and like a lot of people, especially with this COVID thing, we're finding a lot of people are finding they've been laid off from their job and they find out now their jobs are no longer there, yeah. you know? And I don't know what's happening in the States, but up here in Canada, um, we have something called the CERB. So the past four or five months, the government's been giving us two, like if you've been laid off, uh, $2,000 a month. Jesus, ours is only 600. Actually, wait, ours actually might've been way more than yours. Different mind. Ours yeah. was $800 or no, $600 a week. Well, so around the, around the same, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are finding that they want to get back to work, but now they're finding out that either the, the where they were working is went bankrupt 
which are closing their doors, and now there's unemployment insurance. So we've, we've been getting quite a few people coming to us and say, hey, I want to own my, online, my own online business. I want to be my own boss. And uh, we show them how to do that. And it, <clears throat> we do business with a company that is a better bit with a better business bureau. And you do get tax, you do get uh, tax forms and it is a, you have to be a registered business. So a lot of people say, Hey, you know, come buy this and you get stuck in these pyramid schemes or these yeah. multi-level marketing things. It's, it's, a lot of people say, well, you're an MLM or you're a pyramid scheme. We're not like that because we, we paired with a company, like I said, that actually is a part of the Better Business Bureau. They've been around since 1974. Um, um, and uh, they just like seeing people succeed. Um, so one we felt very comfortable about it. One more time, what's the business called again? Uh, they can get a hold of us is at gordongen.com. And uh, if they come to gordongen.com, uh, they just give us, you know, a little bit of information, like your, your name and your email address. That's all we ask. We don't like any financial information ever. And just by doing that, there's a little button at the bottom of our, we call it our landing page. You said, save my seat. Um, Cause every Tuesday and Thursday, we actually have a live webinar and we, we explain people how we're going to set you up in a business. It's about a, a one hour uh, presentation, but if they don't have to wait Tuesday or Thursday, let's say they want to do it today and they come to our site. Um, then as soon as they give us the information that we take to a page and at the very top of the page is the video, the most recent video. And there's people there with testimonials and um, there's people there that um, I'll be honest with you, like, like every business, you got to feed it, you got to generate it and uh, you got to advertise. And it's, it's um, some people become um, wealthy very quick. Some do, but for the majority, it's like any other business. You start breaking even every two, about, about a two year time, but it's your business and your business only. And what you put into it is what you get back. Yeah, like so that that's what we do and that's gonna be our passion like we're at the age right now where this business would be running for us and it runs in the background you don't have to be in a brick and mortar store you don't have to be at the doors you don't have to open up or anything it just runs in the backward background for you well, i'll make sure i link it in the description and gordon thank you very much for the reading and giving me your time today man pleasure's been entirely on mine sir thank you mine. for thank you for listening to this episode out of the blank podcast stay tuned for our next episode Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to visit iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, and even share the show. Helps me out. Leave me a little something like a little message about oregano or Domino's pizza or how Papa John's is evil. Thanks for checking out Out of the Blank Podcast.